Welcome everyone to the Comfortable Being Uncomfortable podcast, where we discuss topics that will push the limits in order to have an honest and transparent conversation. Please join us after the following messages from our sponsors. Yo, what's up? It's Doc Ronnie Mac. Hey, when you catch me on the street, I'm always rocking my above average clothing. So check them out online, www.aboveaverage.online. Or check them out on IG, the underscore above underscore average, the newest hip hop urban clothing out there. You're some good guys, man. This show is great. But I sure am hungry. What should I eat? Ah! The Halal King. Man, they have the greatest authentic Halal food in the DMV area. Look them up on IG at the Halal Kings and place your order today. I know I am. Quarantine got you missing out on your hookah lounge meetups? Well, look no further than District Hookah for your in-home hookah needs. Hookah packages, flavors, and more, and special in-home delivery and setup. Visit at District underscore hookah now and order yours today. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Comfortable Being Uncomfortable. One of the best podcasts out there to date. Well, we will be. Say that. I'm Doc Ronnie Mack, and I got my boy Trent B in the building. What's up, Trent B? What's going on, man? Ah, not much, man. Not much. Look, man, you know, a lot of stuff going on in the world today, but I can't, I would be remiss if I didn't thank our sponsors, Above Average. Halal Kings and District Hookah. There's also one more person I want to pre- uh, give a shout out to. That's Rock Bottom LLC. Rock Bottom LLC has created our intro and outro music uh, beats. Uh, pretty, I, I like it. I mean, I remember me and Trent. We went back and forth about that beat. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. talking about that beat. And that thing was that thing is nice, man. I like I like it a lot. So, <laughs> what are you laughing for, man? <laughs> Hey man, it's too early in the morning, man. I, I'm still it was too, too early in the morning. It's, it's about to be two o'clock in the afternoon. Man, I just woke up. Look at my eyes. <laughs> I just woke up. No, but hey, look, uh, look. I know, and throughout this whole pandemic, uh, there's been a lot of birthdays missed, birthday celebrations missed, and uh, missed in March, April, and May. Uh, but I'd be remiss if I did not acknowledge a couple people. Uh, today, my very own brother celebrates his thir- his. I don't know. Something birthday. He's he's old. <laughs> so happy birthday, uh, bro. Love you. And uh, my little cousin, man, she's, uh, I think she just turned five yesterday, which is very neat because uh, her, her mom posted a video of her grandparents and some friends of hers driving through the neighborhood, waving hello, happy birthday balloons, everything. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty special, you know. And the thing is, these kids won't, they, they won't forget that. You know what I mean? Especially, you know, the, the circumstances that's going on. Oh, uh, I also want to kind of do a shout out as well. We, we were talking about it earlier, uh, but it was my, it's my uh, niece's one year uh, birthday yesterday. So <laughs> uh, I didn't forget or anything like that, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, you, oh, you forgot. Oh, no, you I didn't forgot. forget. Cause oh, I asked you, a, uh, I specifically asked you, I said, Hey, uh, th- is there anybody that you want to give a shout out to? And you said, uh, now nah. I think he was on mute. Uh, I think he was on mute when you asked me that question. I didn't, I didn't hear that. Um, but anyway, Ellie, Ellie Franklin, one year anniversary, we, uh, one year birthday. We actually had a, uh, like with my family did like a zoom birthday party for, uh, but she was only sitting there for a little bit and then she got tired. She walked off. <laughs> share, share, share a little tutu on though so <laughs> that's what's up man so hey man you know hey let's kick this thing off like we normally do talking about this COVID-19 hey I'm bored man. in the house in the house board mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so look this COVID-19 thing is kind of wreaking havoc on everybody's daily lives but uh you know uh one of the things I want to talk about these protesters out here these days 
Let me ask you something, man. The last I checked is when a governor gives an executive order on something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if it's not followed like it's supposed to, they're supposed to be arrested, right? That's what they said. But you Mm -hmm. got these protesters in Michigan, for one, walking into the Capitol building bearing assault rifles. I mean, where's the intimidation factor there? And then saying, hey, you know, open up or else we'll shoot or kill, you know, threatening people and nobody's arrested. Mm-hmm. Makes no right. sense. What's your take right. on that? Well, my take is if they were black, they would have been arrested or shot from the onset. They probably wouldn't even let that protest happen. They wouldn't, they wouldn't even got close to the Capitol. Well, like, yeah, it's funny you say that because my thing is if, 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 if that's, all right, so these same people that's protesting are the same, I ain't going to say the same people, but a lot of these people that are protesting are the same people or so, close to the same people that argued about the whole uh, police brutality marches and stuff like that, saying, mm-hmm. hey, just just follow the follow the law, obey authority. Well, I mean, hey, you getting mm-hmm. up into these police officers' faces and going back and forth with these guys saying, hey, I'm not going to abide by your rules and everything like that. Come on now. Right. But, but these same people were the ones that were complaining when Kaepernick and these other players were doing silent protests on the field. Same cats, right. same people. Right. You know, all this is is a, is a resurgence of the Tea Party movement. That's all it is. They they angry. You know, they're they're always going to be angry. Um, you know, but what are you, what are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, also, also these are the same people that they be fighting for states' rights, but then they mad at the states when they actually have a lawful, you know, come out with a lawful order to protect you, you know, to help, you know, make sure this virus isn't spreading. These same people's like, should be states' rights and not federal rights, but then the states come out with their own laws and they, they don't like that. Yeah, well, you know, the thing, I, thing, I, yeah, the thing I don't understand is, all right, so I saw a sign, I don't know if it's fabricated or anything like that, but it said, uh, don't take away my rights. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a citizen, yada, 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 yada. But these are the same people that had a problem with abortion too. Right. right, right, and so it's like, okay, are we are we necessarily taking away your rights because we're choosing to, or is it something that's related to somebody else's health? You know what I mean? Right, right. I don't think, I don't think people understand that, but you know, it, it's it's funny. It's funny you say that because it's just it's like, what 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 are you thinking about? Well, you gonna put somebody? Else, the prime example: the young lady in North Carolina who was the. Uh, the organizer for Open Up North Carolina, Open North Carolina, just mm-hmm. now on quarantine because she tested positive for COVID-19. Yep. Prime example. Now, we don't know how many other people she had interactions with throughout that whole ordeal, but one is to assume that mm-hmm. she had the, the the virus at that time, no known symptoms at the time, more than likely, right. and spread it to a bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. And then they now, spread it to other and, people, and now they spread it to other people because they don't know. And then guess what? Their symptoms might show up next week. And it's going to be a surge. It's a surge, and so that's that's the importance of keeping your butt home. So on that note, <laughs> we go back. <laughs> we go back to our hip hop uh, review, right? So uh, New Orleans-based rapper D One. Uh, if you, many of y'all know of uh, the uh, song "Know Your Clap," um, so D One is a New Orleans-based rapper. He came out with a song called Corona Clap. If you haven't heard it, you have to listen to it. Corona Clap is a parody, but mm-hmm. it speaks truth. And I give him kudos and much proud, uh, uh, ups and respect on, on his creativity uh, for creating that video and the song because it puts things in perspective. For instance, at the beginning of the video, it's him and another guy sitting outside of a restaurant talking. They, mm-hmm. you know, they obviously work in the restaurant, but they're talking, yeah. having a good conversation. And then... Out of, and they both have on masks and gloves, right? I, I'm not, I'm not totally uh, in agreement with the glove wearing because that's a whole other subject. But they have on masks. But then this guy comes out of nowhere, and they have his face covered with the coronavirus type. Uh, uh, what's that? I don't know what it, it's like a, you know what I'm talking about, like the green little virus looking thing. You know oh yeah, 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 like the, like the little, yeah, the little. Yeah, yeah. yeah so they have yeah, him yeah. covered. They have his face covered in that, and so he walks around. And he was like, "What's up, guys?" <coughs> and then yeah. you no, know, they're like, "Oh no, no, no!" And they run inside and all sort of stuff. Yeah. They're like, "Nah, man, you you got that stuff, man. Back up, back up." You know, and mm-hmm. it's 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 true in the sense that you know he's trying to keep his social distance. He preaches about keeping social distance, staying inside, 
And yeah. What you thought about it? No, it, it was good. Actually, he did a um, he did a live IG with Steph Curry, and they were they were talking about that that video, which is actually pretty good. Uh, and they also kind of went in the impact of coronavirus on uh, mental health as well. So, you know, he took this song, became popular, and now, you know, they was able to transform into a, another conversation about something that that's also impacting the community or whatever, and that's going to continue to impact the community as time goes on for sure. So, uh, but the song was really good. That IG, if you haven't checked it out, go and check it out with Steph Curry. It's really informative. It's pretty mm -hmm. good, man. Right. Yes, it's sir. pretty good. I think, I think um, you know, I know New Orleans folks have checked it out. Uh, I would ask mm -hmm. all, my, all my DMV DMV folks out here to check it out as well. Yeah. Um, so, Black Twitter, TikTok, <laughs> TikTok controversy. All right. There's a lot of things going on with Black Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of things going on with TikTok. All right. So, I'm going to talk about this one issue that I saw the other day the hashtag Black Twitter. Mm -hmm. Right. So apparently there's a lot of controversy on the hashtag black Twitter. Uh, folks in India have used the hashtag black Twitter as their own. And it's mm -hmm. that they dress in all black and they hashtag, they tag black Twitter. Well, the quote unquote black Twitter as it started is upset about it because <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost like a, uh, uh, cultural appreciation, uh, what's it called? Cultural, cultural appropriation. Yeah, appropriation. <laughs> I mean, they're co-opted. They're, they're co don't don't, try, don't try to correct me, man. I know you I was that, talking you see, about. Them, you see them words? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they out here trying to co-op something that they ain't start. And uh, a lot of people always doing that, man. It ain't just white people that do that. Everybody do that. Do what? Co-op something that they ain't start. And it's all, you know, something that started by the black people. Let's go ahead and co-op that or whatever. We always the first, man. Then you know, let's go ahead and go out there and steal some of oh, can't stand anyway. I, I digress. Continue, Ron. Continue. Oh, you mad, man? I mean, because <laughs> you're like, I'm gonna spit out my drink. <laughs> hey, I think I hit you. I think I hit a soft spot on you because boy, I ain't never seen you that. You, I'm I digress. <laughs> you use your big words. I'm using my big words. I got the word of the I month. I digress. Though, you know? Get the little word of the month coming to me, or word of the day. <laughs> I'm gonna get that for you though. So oh, next time you can say, next time you can say appropriation. <laughs> the man said, "I digress." And they took I ain't saying like that. They took a sip out of your coffee mug. Like, all right, you're like, all right. So what's it? Matter of fact, what's in the cup, bro? Oh, so I actually got four roses in the cup. Wow. Four roses, bourbon. Yes, wow. sir. That's my go-to. Hey, good for you. What you got in your, uh, well, you ain't got no cup, so. <laughs> Man, hold on. I, what you got? Let me say, let me, I do have a cup. Damn. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Don't so, promote, don't promote any of this. Take a sip. Take a sip. <laughs> you don't promote either. <laughs> don't promote any of this. <laughs> hey, see, that's why, that's why I got it in a coffee cup. <laughs> it's like I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> well, you just told her yourself. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but that's no, okay. I'm, I'm gonna edit that from. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna edit that. Well, I'll, yeah, edit that one out. <laughs> but no, so so this the whole black Twitter controversy and TikTok. So going back to TikTok, uh, there's a lot of people of color who have mm -hmm. indicated that TikTok has negative negatively targeted their post or their videos mm -hmm. and blocked them. Why do you think that is? Uh, say that one more time. Okay, <laughs> so what them. I said, I will slow it down for you. What I said was, TikTok mm -hmm. was blocking or 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 reportedly blocking mm -hmm. people of colors TikTok videos. Did, did you comprehend with that? Mm, yeah, oh yeah, I got that. I got that. <laughs> I mean, well, of course they're doing that. But the fact is that, you know, because there's a bunch of racism stuff going on on, t on TikTok, uh, kind of like that, uh, what's that girl and her boyfriend out there talking about making black people and niggas or whatever. I'm like, come on, man, really? Yeah. You know, like, but I mean, I got my own personal opinions when it comes to TikTok. I mean, it's already, there's already controversy around it anyway of, of it being, a, you know, a, anyway. Not to, yeah, I, not, to, I, not to speak racist, but but I mean, no, I, no, I got you. I mean, it's I, a, it's it's very it's very uh it's very, is it's 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 concerning. I, yeah, I don't want to come out and be it, like it, you know. 
say everything's racist, but I mean, there's definitely the fact that they're do, you know, they're doing that to to black users, but they're not doing it to any any white users. You know, I mean, they have they have blocked a few, right? But there's just a, a uh, I was actually reading this. I mean, there's just so many of them still out there, influencers that's still out there that haven't been blocked. They've been found using the N word on there. They're still got mass supporters. It, yeah, it don't make any sense. Well, I, so there's a lot of videos going back and forth about that to that couple that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't want to talk specifically about them because that takes away from the whole topic. But yeah. the the whole topic with with them being um, the them being, you know, or her have not being able to go to college and everything like that. She blamed she blamed the black people, and then she kind of there's apparently this video of her going back and. Uh, and talking about how um, she she can't stand black people now. They they messed mm-hmm. up her life, and I'm like, you know, hey, um, sweetheart, uh, nobody messed up your life but you. You know, right? You you ain't had to should, do that, right? You should know. You should know that at this time of you know this 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 time this era, you know, that mm-hmm. certain things shouldn't be said. You know, it's just like we're we're, we're, ho- we're hosting this show. Like there's yeah. certain things that we would not say on this show. That would jeopardize right. our reputation. You know what I'm saying? There's certain mm-hmm. things we wouldn't do. You know, now the topic is comfortable being uncomfortable. We got it. Mm-hmm. But the show's comfortable being uncomfortable. But we're not we're not gonna, you know, put you know, create any derogatory comments to anybody right. like that. You know, so. have you have you ever noticed that every time a, 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 somebody gets caught being racist, oh, they always apology. Flip it on, the, on, the, on the person, oh, mm-hmm. well, it's apology, but they also want to flip it on the, per, the people that they actually being racist on be like, I'm not really racist, whatever the fact that you guys took it that way makes you racist or what, or, you know, or, yeah. or, or, or want to yeah. say, yeah. say, oh, well, you know, it was a, it was a harmless mistake. Well, it's, it's funny you say that because. Ain't no harmless mistake. You say the N word, that means you heard it in your house, which means you was raised <laughs> that way. Sorry. Yeah, well, it's funny you say that because then you go back to the whole Karen segment that we went talked about last Karen! week. Karen, <laughs> Karen, stand up. Y'all, if you're some Karens, put your hands up in the comments. <laughs> Hi, Karen. All right, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna that's gonna piss some people off. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. All right, so look, hey, uh, on a, on a lighter note, man. Hey, 53 year old Mike Tyson was shown in a training video the other day. And I'm gonna tell you something right now. I, for one, would not ever, 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 and I know, I know hand to hand combat in a little bit, but I'll never ever stand in the freaking ring with that dude. Did you see that video? Oh yeah, his combo, the power, like when he hit, when he kept hitting the dude and kept hitting the gloves, whatever. That dude kept pushing, uh, falling back every hit. Let me tell you something. He hit that dude in the stomach, and he had pads on. All I heard him say was, "Here we go." <laughs> you see, dude, you see, dude walked off that last. He walked thing. off. He walked off. He said, "Here we go." <laughs> Cause he felt it. I'm telling you, man. Look, let me tell you something. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people in the world who tend to think that um, Mike Tyson um, in his prime is the best fighter alive. I'm gonna tell you, I, I agree with that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Muhammad Ali, very, very good boxer. Uh, Joe Frazier, very good boxer. George Foreman, Joe mm-hmm. Lewis, uh, Rocky Marciano. Um, that's their one. That's their one. I bet you don't remember that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you bet you don't, White Hope. No, I bet you. I, yeah, I bet you don't know that movie, do you? What? That, that, that line. That was like Rocky Marciano. He said, "Yeah, that's that one. That's that one." No, what is that? Coming to America, boy. I tell you. All right. Anyway, oh, I remember that part. My yeah, bad. Yeah. All right, over your head. Um. So, I talking about Andy Murphy was playing a white dude in the barbershop. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Late. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Mike Tyson. Is, is, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what that was. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, apparently Mike Tyson is, uh, he's not training for any any major comeback. He's training for a couple of exhibition fights to raise some money uh, for a bunch of charities. Um, hopefully by this uh, fall. So I think it was, I think it said fall or winter time frame. So I would be, I would be interested to see that uh, some other boxers that have done that. Floyd, Floyd has done that. He's gone over mm. uh, uh, overseas. Uh, and fought some exhibition matches. Um, presumably, uh, who would get in the who would get in the ring with Mike Tyson though? At this point, like what boxer could you see him going to? Because even you know, I know it's you know for charity and exhibition match, but 
who would get in the ring with Mike Tyson? I especially after seeing that video, because I you know that, still it's, powerful. But it's it's I mean, okay, so it's a training video that was only 20 seconds, right? Right. So, I yeah. hear it. I, you know, I mean, he's he probably, he he probably slow. Yeah, he's, even his ex, even his exhibition video, exhibition uh, fights, he's talking about only four or five rounds. Uh, so, um, I don't think anybody would necessarily compete with him. I mean, Deontay Wilder. I st- I still don't think Deontay Wilder is a great heavyweight. He's a good boxer, but mm-hmm. he lacks a lot of fundamentals in my sense. So I wouldn't say him. Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury is a good slugger. Um, he's very sound. Um, he has a lot of defense. Um, but I can't say that the Tyson now could fight any of these fighters just because they're so young. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's old. Um, yeah. But if you had to say match up a Tyson in his prime versus any fighter right now. I would say I would like to see Tyson Fury and Tyson and Tyson's uh and Mike Tyson's uh prime just just to see the the fight. But um but yeah so I, I don't I don't know. <clears throat> what about you? No, I was gonna be curious to see who who gets in the ring with him for the for the match, even if it's like four or five rounds. Mm-hmm. I mean I'll watch it. But it's, but I would I don't know did he say he's going to fight uh, like current fighters right now, or is he going, you know, probably pull some people out of retirement, you know, just to make it kind of a fun. I th- that's, so I think, charity I think thing. so I think he's going to do some, uh, some current fighters. Uh, I mean, some, some, some fighters somewhere else, um, some no name fighters or something like that type thing. Yeah. You know, you know how Martin on his show, when he get uh Hitman Hearns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. You know, when he was, when Martin was doing his exhibition thing and, he ended up trying to fight Hitman Hearns because he won an exhibition fight. Went up against Hitman Hearns, and you, we, we all saw the end result in Martin's face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, 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 that's good stuff. So, um, and the, moving on, there's, uh, there's a couple things we want to talk about uh, with this whole uh, response to the global uh, pandemic that's going on. Um, there is an organization uh, that I'm very proud to be a part of and have family part of uh, called the Adrian Amos I'm Still Here Foundation. So as a response to the current pandemic, the, the global generosity movement, Giving Tuesday is rolling out an extra day of unity on May 5th, 2020, uh, to help meet the needs of those affected by COVID-19. Uh, the Adrian Amos I'm Still Here, Here Foundation is doing a COVID-19 relief donation match on this Giving Tuesday to support Somebody Cares Baltimore. Um, Somebody Cares is an organization that works to connect, mobilize, and unify individuals as well as community uh, organizations to meet community needs. Uh, in response to the current pandemic, they have been providing fresh heat and eat meals each day to first responders, seniors, homeless, homeless uh, uh, citizens, and families in need. Um, so donations can be made using the, uh, the link, um, which is uh, give.cornerstone.cc backslash AA, I'm still here. And all donations will be uh, accepted until 11:59 on May 5th. Uh, donations will then be matched um, by uh, by Adrian Amos and sent to someone cares Baltimore, so they can continue to do the awesome work they've started to remove some of the burden from those affected by COVID-19. Yeah, that seemed like a lot to read. I'm sorry if I sound like I was reading on Phoenix, so forget you. <laughs> but uh, so to explain a little bit more, we actually have uh, the executive director of the Adrian Amos I'm Still Here Foundation. Morgan Williams has called in to share a little bit about that. Morgan, are you there? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. All right. Hey, Ron. Hey, Trent. Thanks for hey. letting me call in. Um, so like Ron said, my name is Morgan Williams. I'm the executive director of the Adrian Amos I'm Still Here Foundation. Um, we're a small nonprofit based out of Baltimore City, and we were founded in January of 2019 by Green Bay Packers safety Adrian Amos. And our mission is to increase awareness and provide resources, as well as support for individuals and communities that are often overlooked. 
And the two main programs that we use to do that are Grandma's Brain and Smash Outreach. And through those two programs, the communities that we focus on are those, um, those that are affected by Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, and we use Grandma's Brain to do that. So that can include the person that is diagnosed and all of their loved ones and caregivers, because we understand that that burden doesn't just affect the person who has the disease, but all those who love them. Um, and then through the SMASH outreach, we focus on underprivileged kids and families um, in Baltimore City. So this Tuesday, May 5th, um, like Ron said, is Giving Tuesday, and we're going to support another local organization called Somebody's Cares Baltimore. And they have been doing um, meals by partnering with a local kitchen and then other organizations to help um, distribute those meals to all of the people that Ron said, again, the seniors, um, homeless citizens, families, and even first responders. Um, they do different distribution days throughout the week, um, and they have volunteers that help them get those meals out to all the people who need them. So we're just sharing and highlighting the awesome work that they're doing over at Somebody Cares Baltimore because we want to encourage people in our community to come together right now and donate on Giving Tuesday. And all the money that comes in during that 24-hour period, um, again, on Tuesday, May 5th, the I'm Still Here Foundation is going to match all those donations. So all that money will then go to Somebody Cares Baltimore so that they can continue to feed the people in the city. Um, and just to highlight just how great they've been doing, um, as of the middle of April, I think they served their 20,000th meal. Um, so I'm sure that number has increased since then, but we want to help it keep going as we go through um, this pandemic. We know that not everybody can give maybe as much as they would like to. So if you can just share our posts share this information and just get the word out because again it's an awesome organization they're doing awesome things and we just really want to help the people in our city who really need it um, if you visit our social media pages and our website uh, you can find a direct link um, I know Ron read the link out but um, if you could, it might be easier to just click on it so if you go to our Instagram the handle is at I'm still here foundation if you go to our Facebook and Twitter that's at AA I'm still here or our website is AA I'm still here.org and like I said, you'll find that link on there and you can just go in, donate whatever your heart desires, whatever you feel moved to donate and we'll match that. Um, so we're just calling for everybody to come out Tuesday uh, and just double your impact and let's really help the people in need in Baltimore City. Sounds great. Hey, I appreciate it, Morgan. Awesome. So so uh, before you go, uh, I know, Trent, you might have a couple questions about the foundation. Uh, I know I would like to uh, expand on the foundation, uh, but as a pledge, comfortable being uncomfortable is going to pledge $100 to the initiative for Giving Tuesday under the, for Adrian Amos, I'm Still Here Foundation. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks, guys. We really appreciate that. Um, again, I know somebody cares is really going to appreciate it, and I know all the families and the people in need that are going to get this food will really appreciate that. Very great. So uh, just, Trent, I, uh, I know we, we were talking about this earlier, and uh, Morgan, you can probably elaborate on this, but uh, Baltimore City uh, being one of the highlight cities for a lot of Hollywood industry uh, films lately, uh, The Wire in the past, uh, The Corner in the past, and uh, I think there's another Meek Mill movie coming out soon, um, or is it, I think it's already out, I can't remember, but um, highlighting a lot of the struggles that inner city youth have in Baltimore City. Um, uh, can you expand a little bit more about what the I'm Still Here Foundation uh, contributes to the youth um, in Baltimore City? Um, so, again, we were founded last year, so we're still up and coming. But last summer, we put on a football camp um, for kids. And we did boys and girls, and we had people sponsor spots for them to be able to attend. And we had Adrian Amos and some other um, professional football players and college um, football players there. And they helped them with skill development. They had um, different competitions. We provided lunch. Uh, they had some meet and greets and photo time and some autographs. And it just gave them a time to really feel special and just have attention um, and just have fun with the football players and just the people that they look up to to show that, um, you know, you have that access to, like, we're here to help you and be there for you and just have fun with you. Um, and another thing that we did in November of last year, we um, – went on a whole Thanksgiving shopping spree and we donated uh, food, Thanksgiving food items to Be Gaddy because they put on their uh, annual Thanksgiving dinner. So we were able to do that to provide for families so that they can enjoy a big Thanksgiving dinner um, the way we do with our families. And we also did a turkey drive for Green Mount Rec Center where we went out and purchased, um, I can't remember the specific number, but we purchased a bunch of turkeys and took it down to them because they also do Thanksgiving efforts in the community. Um, 
So again, we're trying to grow, we're trying to do more and do bigger things, but those are just some of the things that we did in our first year to really show that we're here for the community and we want to continue to be here for the community. Outstanding. Great. Morgan, hey, I appreciate it. Uh, tell Adrian we appreciate what he's doing for Baltimore City. Definitely. Foundation. Yeah. And uh, somebody cares. Uh, tell them we appreciate what they're doing as well. I certainly will. Thank you guys again for having me. Thank you again for the donation. Um, and awesome show. Keep it up. Uh, and we'll stay tuned in. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Morgan. So, you know, it's funny because a lot of people ask about how they can give back to the communities during this pandemic. Well, there's an, a prop, uh, primary example of how to give back to the community during this uh, pandemic. Uh, so, like I said, our show, we're going to contribute $100 to the, uh, to the, to the uh, cause. Uh, so we'll send that over this evening. Um, and we hope that uh, any of the followers that are listening right now will contribute at least $5 um, to get started. Um, uh, I will tell you that any amount is uh, never too little and any amount is never too much. So before we, uh, before we switch pace, uh, I want to remind all our followers that uh, there we are still running our hookah uh, package giveaway with our partner, District Hookah. Uh, so that runs through May 9th. Uh, and if you need the details on how to enter, uh, again, our Facebook page and our IG page has a post listing the details. All you have to do is tag two people on that post, click the follow or the share uh, or the like page uh, symbol, and then share with your friends and you are automatically entered. It will be a random selection of an individual on May 9th and we will air the name of that individual who will win the hookah package on our next airing, which will be next week. All right. So uh, let's dive down into something that's going to hit a lot of people real hard. The Russell Simmons documentary on the record. Set to hit the HBO streaming services come May 27th has already received a lot of pushback from the Sundance Festival uh, release in January. Uh, Oprah, as you all know, Oprah Winfrey was one of the uh, main catalysts for getting this on, and then she all she she seemingly dropped out towards the end. Uh, I guess she had some reservations based on the the fact that a lot of uh, accusers of Russell Simmons kind of weren't able to tell the story. So apparently there seems to be more accusers than what this uh, documentary shows. Uh, if y'all don't know, I can't remember the uh, young lady's name, but she is claiming that Russell Simmons uh, sexually assaulted her, uh, I think it was numerous times, mm-hmm. uh, during her time with uh, Def Jam. Um, Trent, what do you, you want to talk about on that? No, yeah, I mean, first uh, first things, you know, I know me and Ron both uh, agree that any accusers that come out 100%, you know, they have a right to for their story to be to be heard. And anybody that's that's definitely found guilty should be, pro- you know, prosecuted, fullest of the law, you know. Um, but I, you know, my issue, my only issue with this, uh, well, I have, I have a lot of issues with this, but my only issue is with this is, um, I, I honestly would like to see um, as as much of a fervent discussion that people you know people like Oprah and Gail are having around around this uh, to just give you know uh, treat everyone equal when it comes to that and so and I, and I say that because Oprah has and I'm not, I'm not here to to knock Oprah or anything like that uh, or knock any or knock Gail at all but my thing is. You know, she's been very quiet uh, regarding other people that she's close with that have also been accused of the same like thing. Like Donald Trump. Like Harvey Weinstein, who she, yeah, she, she, who, Weinstein. She, she was very close to Harvey Weinstein. And, uh, you know, but she's been very, very quiet on that. But then, you you know, you come out and you want to executive produce a show regarding Russell Simmons. And again, if it, if all this is true, Russell Simmons should get every single consequence he and I we, we we can talk about it, but my thing is just give everybody the equal treatment that they deserve. There's a lot of documentaries out there about about people, and I'm just I'm just waiting for other other names to start to drop out there. But if you're gonna attack one person, you going you, you got to come after everybody. Well, his come thing, after his his thing. So I'm trying to see. I'm 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 really wanting to see if this is gonna have the R. Kelly effect, right? Okay, so we mm-hmm. and her whatever she decided that she wanted to do when she had R. Kelly and she, she pretty much made him 
just commit to everything and oh yeah and saying that he did it without even saying it all right so yeah i you know the the problem i had with the documentary right is why don't we let why don't we have everybody come into the room and talk about it you know you know why not bring all the accusers out you know why mm-hmm. why did they only select a few accusers right yeah you know is it because they they didn't believe the stories of everybody else or, or what what is it you know and i you know i will say that uh i will say that i think that a lot of people feel that uh, in this this world that we live in this whole me too movement is 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 off or not um Mm-hmm. Go go to our, our current president. You know, I had a, a bunch of accusers, and it, you know, all for not. You know, so nothing happened. Um, yeah. Joe Biden uh, has has an accuser, mm-hmm. and you know, while everybody's saying, "Oh, this is that," it's it's funny how you know tables are kind of turning. You know, it's like, oh well, you know, we should listen to her, but if he said he didn't do it, he didn't do it. Well, exactly the same I people mean, that attack Brett Kavanaugh, Donald Trump. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah, so they, they were they weren't saying yeah. <laughs> it's it's a it's it's funny how things happen, right? And now yeah. I'm not saying any of this stuff is in fact false or true or anything like that. I wasn't there. I don't know. I'm not an investigator on those mm-hmm. cases. I don't know. So I don't know. But when you have I think the 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 highlight of this documentary is to is to highlight the fact that women of color have a harder time presenting a case of sexual mm-hmm. assault against a anybody against somebody who's assaulted them. Yeah. And I think that's what the whole plan of this documentary is. I don't know if I haven't seen it yet, but I don't know if it will address that in a, in a sense. I, I will, it'll be interesting to see. And I think it's something we'll talk about uh, come June in our, in our show after the, uh, the airing of this in, in the end of May. Well, let's just hope that, that, that these accusers aren't also being used for sensationalism either and for entertainment. That's what they also, you know, yeah, to boost their 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 yeah. popularity. Yeah, I hope so. Well, no, I'm I'm not saying like I mean you know you know maybe that's the case as well for the accusers, but also the people that are that are have you know have made this documentary. Let's hope they're not just doing this for ratings and for money and all this other stuff. Like these are serious issues and accusations that have been made. You know, and let's just hope that it's not being used for sensationalism. Because as we all know, in our reality, everything is sensational is sensationalized now. Everything. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree with you on that one. You know, you gonna watch it though? <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a true honest, honest question, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll let I'll let you know. I'll let you know if I watch. Yeah. It. So so we know he's not gonna watch it. So <laughs> I didn't say right. that. I said I'll let you know. Are you yeah. gonna watch it? Yeah, I'm gonna watch. Man, I got to watch it. Man, we're gonna talk about it on here. You know, I don't want <laughs> I don't want to come on the show and not talk and talk about something that I have never watched. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you on that. All right. So, hey, look, we do a segment where we have a a wow of the week, and our wow of the week award goes to the young man that decided to throw a house party in Chicago, Illinois. <sighs> Dumas. <I'm sorry>. Dumas. <laughs> Dumas. So the backstory on that is, uh, homeboy, <laughs> homeboy said that uh, he thought. His mom, his mom was a firefighter or EMT. I can't remember. She's a 24-hour, she had a 24-hour uh, 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 shift that night. Mm-hmm. And so I guess homeboy felt like he was going to have a party. Uh, but the party was to actually celebrate the life of two of their friends who were gunned down in Chicago um, a few uh, weeks prior. Uh, but he initially only invited 20 or 30 people. Now, I will tell you why I called him a Dumas. I was told by a wise, wise man a long time ago, my father, he told me that if you ever have a party and if you invite one, count on 10 showing up. If you invite 10, count on 20 showing up. If you invite 20, count on 30, so forth, right? Reason being is because word of mouth invites. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, need a, I need somebody to go with me, all right? So over 200 people showed up to their house party. Right, some wearing masks, some weren't. The the thing that baffled my mind was the fact that somebody decided that it was it was important to live stream it. So Dumas number two, whoever live streamed it, 
I hope it wasn't the one that threw the party because if you threw the party and you live streaming, you knew that you, what you was getting into. But right. Lost number two to whoever live streaming, live stream that 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 party. All right. So what you got is you got got so, you know, I would like to say that generation today has gone through a lot. Right. A lot of these folks uh, came into this world around 9/11, right after 9/11, when things was going crazy. Right. Mm -hmm. And now a lot of them are trying to graduate. I got a cousin, right, who mm. goes to Shippensburg University. And she, I, you know, I, I watched her grow up, you know, and, you know, she was an a, a, a irritating little girl growing up. And as she matured and grew older, you know, I, just, I, I see she's very smart. Uh, she has goals. And now she's at the point where she doesn't get to walk across the stage for her own college graduation. And that's, some, that's millions of, of college students today. And it's heartbreaking because it's like, what do you tell them, yeah. right? So, yeah. you know, like you work all this, you work this hard and everybody's telling you, hey, make sure you go to college, finish college so that way you can walk across the stage, get that degree and everything like that, right? Mm -hmm. But she can't do that. And I, I, you know, I commend, I commend them because like I said, they're going through a lot, but when you got people like this yeah, in Chicago doing this stupid, sh <laughs> I almost cursed, <laughs> I almost cursed. You got people in Chicago doing this stupid shit, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It just takes away from everybody else. It makes everybody else look stupid. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yep. come on. And, and, you know, I watched a video of his interview when he said, oh, well, um, yeah, I, I didn't know the severity of everything. And, uh, you know, now I see, now I really see what people are talking about. You know, we just, you know, us millennials, we thought that it wasn't that serious. Well, no, don't categorize the millennials. Categorize yourself. Yep. You didn't think that's it. And to categorize it with the people that went to Florida on spring break. You, you with them. I was just about to bring it up. It's just like they were interviewing those, those young teenagers. Uh, on spring break and and literally what they were saying out of their mouth was like oh it's not it's not affecting us like we're young it's only affecting the old people so we can go out and party like why should we be penalized for something that's only you know affecting older people well right. now it's it's come out that uh you, you got young people 25 and, and uh under who are getting strokes from this uh from this virus yeah. So so it's not affecting, just affecting the older people. It's affecting everyone, including these young 18, 19 year olds who decide they want to go to, you know, go to a house party, you yeah. know, 200 people. And they, and some of them got mad. Here's my, his thing. Some of them got masks on. So they know. They know they, they know they was, they know they were supposed to be there. How right. you going to go to a party? How you going to go to a party with a mask on? Right. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm going to the party with a mask on. I'm drinking my drink. Hold up. Take it off. Sip. Put it back on, yeah. You know, if you gonna like, go, go, if you gonna go out, go all the way in. If you go, if if you gonna lose all your common sense, just let it go all the way out the window. Just, but come on, like that's like that's like folks, that's like folks that uh, that, <laughs> that's like folks I see going into the grocery store, going out to somewhere, and it's thirty two degrees outside. They have on shorts, up. They got on a jacket, shorts, and thong sandals. Let me tell you something. Hey, where your common sense? Your common sense went out the window. <laughs> I hate right. Because right now, they good, right? They young. But yeah. my grandma always said, all right, you know, you need to cover up your legs because as you get older, you, you're going to be able to, be, you know, barely walking like me because I got all that cold in my knees and in my, in my bones, whatever. And it, it cold actually does affect your bones. You know, but like these cats, they Affection, don't care about what? that right Hold now. Up. Your bones, your bones. Oh, cold. I thought you said something. I was about to say, wait, 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 wait a minute. What you think I said? <laughs> this is a family I, program. I thought, man, I thought you said cold affect your balls. We all know that, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We all know your that. Bones. Oh, your bones. Your bones. Cold gets into your bones. But they don't right, care look. about that because it ain't affecting them right now. So, <laughs> Bam Bamas. Man. Bamas, bamas. All right, so look, <laughs> hey, moving on. Hey, look, we got a segment uh, what we call Confessions. Uh, and what it is is every week somebody will send in a letter saying, hey, they have a confession, they have a question uh, that they would like to be addressed by uh, uh, myself or Trent B. Uh, so, Trent, um, mm. what is the letter for this week? All right, so it says, Dear CBU, I need your help. 
I've been seeing my girl for about four years now. I went to a cookout last summer and saw someone I used to mess with a while back. Well, it turns out her and my now girl are first cousins. Wow. My question is, what should I do? Should I tell her that I, that I used to mess with her cousin or just avoid it and leave it in the past? Wow. So, mm-hmm. so, 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 so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is interesting. Mm. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. my man's, he went to his girlfriend's family cookout mm-hmm. while he was there. When did he go to his cookout? Because, bro, we've been quarantined for the last two months. And ain't no cookouts in January. Good question. Ron, good question. Ain't no way you, when did you go to his cookout? <laughs> hey, you got some questions. Hey, you, are, are you part of that Chicago crew? That should be the first you, question. You part of that Chicago crew? Let me know. Because if, if you part of that Chicago crew, I ain't answering the question. Yeah. And I'm going to answer it right now. But because how, how long ago, also, how long ago was it, too? Because I'm curious if he, because like he said, he's been seeing his girl for about four years now. So did he just ask this question now? But this happened like before yeah. the quarantine. So he ain't said nothing yet. He just. But still, if it happened before the quarantine, dude, it's cold. It's cold throughout <laughs> the whole country before the quarantine. January, February, it's cold. So was it last summer? It had to be last or the fall. Yeah. Oh, it did. Oh, you know what? Somebody did. Rick. Uh, somebody did say it said last year. So. Oh. <laughs> 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 Look, we, hey man, we sitting over here arguing about when this thing was. <laughs> we just wasted five minutes. <laughs> anyway, hey, it's good commentary though. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. So look. All right, my brand it happened last year. So if I'm understanding this correctly. My man's went to his girlfriend's cookout last year, for the record, last year, and he saw somebody he used to mess with at that cookout, and they just happened to be first cousins. Now, I'm assuming that he's not saying him and the girl that he saw are first cousins, so I'm saying, I guess it's the girlfriend and the girl are first cousins. Okay, so what I would tell you to do is uh let me think on it let me let me think on it let me think on it um don't say nothing (laughs) don't say nothing because it's too late and so you waited a whole year to say something and if you don't say anything now you have a chance of getting out of this because now you don't have to go any more cookouts you don't have to go to any more birthday parties. You can always come up with an excuse. Now, nah, you know what? That's bad advice, man. Look, man, nah, 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 nah. They've, they've, they've been together for four years. He ain't getting out of no cookouts. He ain't getting out of birthdays nah, man. or nothing. That's no, for real, real talk, real talk, you need to go ahead and just, just tell her, man, because she's going to find out. Yeah. And, and she's she going to find out from seeing, from going to a cookout and she, that person going to run up on you and be like, hey, so-and-so, so-and-so, or... They're going to see pictures and they're going to be like, yo, that's so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, it's going to come back to you. And you're going to be like, uh, yeah, so, uh, so you see what happened was. You see what happened was. And then that's when you're going to end up on Facebook live talking about crying and stuff, talking about she left me. Yeah, just go ahead and, just go ahead and tell the truth. Just tell it because he didn't do anything wrong. He dated somebody. Well, see, that's know? where I'm stuck at, man. If he ain't yeah. did nothing wrong, so what's the point? Why he, why he got to say it? Why? Right. If he ain't did nothing wrong, why he got to say something? Ain't like they was together. No, I, no, I'm saying he should say something because he didn't do anything wrong. He should just be like, hey, yeah, oh, you know, your cousin or whatever. You know, we used to date or whatever. I just want to get that out there just in but case. But guess something. what? But, but, but he don't know. I mean, I don't know her personality. And maybe he. that's why he waited a year to say anything or ask anything because <laughs> uh, she might flip out and be like, why, why, did, you know, why did you mess with her? Well, you know, I, it's it's, it's, it's going to be it's, either way it go. It could be serious. He might mess up. Either way, I would just go out and I would just say it for I would just say it before she find out. I think personally, if she finds out, because she's like, you saw her a year ago at the bar at the cookout. You knew y'all dated, and now and now I had to find out a year later that y'all dated. Why didn't you just come to me and tell me up front that this is what? Is is either way? It's kind of a catch twenty two. He 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 gonna get a little bit of flack, but if he, if he come out and just say it first, I, I think you know. The flack would won't be as bad as it as it would be if she catches if she finds out before him. That's just my opinion. Just he he, he didn't do anything wrong. He, he used to date her. 
No, he said mess. And we know in the black community, when you say mess, that means y'all used to get it in. Yeah. Yeah. So he ain't dater. He messed. He didn't dater. He, you- said me- he said mess, dude. He didn't say date. Dog, it's the same thing, man. No, it's not. He said mess. Yeah, I used to mess with him. I ain't dater. He said, I used to mess with him. I don't know. Let's, let's, hey, let's ask him to write another letter because we need clarification on this. <laughs> Because I want to find out, was it last year or when the cookout was? Like I, It said in last year, but I want to make sure. Because I mean, I'm, I want to ask him, why did you wait so long, man? I know, <laughs> yeah, I know I we didn't have a show, but why you why you wait so long to even bring it up? I mean, you asking us but obviously means you didn't say anything. Yeah. Also, has he been to any other family events where she's, uh, man, where she's on, been man. in attendance? Come on, man. Think about it. Think about That's it, what man. I want to know, Think too. about it. Uh, Thanksgiving has passed. Christmas has passed. Get... Yeah, but I mean, how, like, like, you also got to uh, think about, all right, are they in the same city? Um, first are, are they, are they all first, their first cousins. Are they always? Dude, I'm, I'm in D.C. And, I, and I'm in D.C. and I got all my first cousins are in Indiana. So I don't know what you're saying. Hey, my first cousins, we tight in a mug. You feel me? So, well, see, so, some of my first cousins, we tight, but there's like 100 of us. So we all can't be tight. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I got cousins that live in Waldorf and I, I shouldn't say <laughs> Oh Lord! <laughs> I, oh I Lord! I, I didn't even go visit him after this uh, pandemic. Yeah, boy. Hey, so if you if you know Trench and you're his cousin in Waldorf, now you know how he feels. All right. Uh, so on that note, <laughs> we gotta close it out, man. It's a great okay. week. <laughs> great week, Trent. Man, hey, always a pleasure to have you here, co-hosting with me remotely. Yes, sir. by side by side. Trent, how can they find you on IG? You can find me at IG at uh, one Trent B. That's how you're gonna find me. That's the only platform I'm actually on. So, again, at one Trent B. That's how you can find me. I'm gonna ask you why? Why, why the one Trent B? Why? why what's up with you the know, one? I want to change. I want to change my handle. I, you know, I was kind of getting tired of it. You know, okay. so I kind of want to change my handle. So I decided just why not put put something in. I I had to come up with something. Everything else was taken that I chose. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. So anyway. I'm also running from people too. So that's why. I tend to think so, man. Because <laughs> I, I tend to think so because, dude, uh, you definitely uh, change up your your whole your whole attitude with Facebook. You got all Facebook, and now you change up your. You probably only got one picture on your IG profile. Catfishing, folks, man. I understand. Anyway, I do got right. one picture. <laughs> <laughs> all right so look hey i'm on ig as doc rj.5 you can find me there um big shout out to my blue and white family salute 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 blue five to my my zeta soros and my five beta sigma fraternity brothers uh like i said every day i will do this show i'm always acknowledge you all uh because you are part of my family on that note see y'all next week we out.